the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. You have landed on the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. Get off the 4 o'clock hour on this Wednesday, December 13th, 2023. We're breaking this up into two segments during the second half of the hour. Joe Brittingham checks in. What happened with the Federal Reserve meeting? What's going on with the economy? We'll get the very latest from Joe. This segment, we put the spotlight on our friends in the local wine industry. There's always a lot to talk about, some impressive numbers and a well, it's not a new idea. I think they're bringing back an old idea. But why am I talking? Uh, we've got Wine Marketing Guru. I'm just giving you that title. Dan okay, Fredman is here. Uh, you want to introduce Paula? No, I better introduce her so she gets her proper introduction. I don't want to screw this up. The pressure's on. Paula is a co-founder of Stephen Ross Wine Cellar. Paula, how are you? I'm well, thanks. Thanks for having us today. You know, you're saying that now, but here's the big question. Why isn't it the Dooley Wine Cellar? Who's Stephen Ross? Yeah. Who's this guy? Stephen Ross Dooley. And we were picking our brand name. Dooley sounded a lot like O'Doul's, and we just didn't really want to be an al- alcohol-free beer <laughs> preference. <laughs> you get that? People, uh, people we did think? then. and really? then. Mm-hmm. But now what we get all the time is people singing Hang Down Your Head, Tom Dooley. Yeah. So we went with Stephen Ross. Rolls off the tongue a little better. All right. Okay, that works. Uh, before we hear from um, Paula, Dan, hit me with these numbers about the impact of the wine industry in our county. I think this is pretty impressive. The um, in, in looking up the most recent figures I could find, they're talking about $1.75 billion a year coming in to San Luis County from the wine industry. And that's doesn't even include the $86 million in state sales taxes um, and local sales taxes, and um, it's it creates a whole lot of jobs. Tourism and, and is tourism. also, I mean, that's like uh, over $2.2 billion just in uh, 2022. So we're talking almost $4 billion. Yeah, these are people who when are you coming. When you add up the numbers. Yeah, coming here to, to taste wine. Uh, people who are making wine that is being shipped outside of the area and getting that San Luis Pispo name out there into the in, into the world. Are you surprised by the numbers, Paula? I would have not guessed that they were that big, yeah. but I'm, I know it's a big number. What's your yeah. sense? I mean, you've been doing this for 30 years. You must have seen change, and oh my God, look how busy we are. Oh my, All these uh, people coming yeah, in. Yeah, how many more wineries there are now, yeah. and how many more grapes there are planted, especially in the North County. South County, we're a little more uh, limited by geographics, but yeah, the industry has blown up, and it's good, it's good business for the county. It's good money. Well, go ahead and put a plug in for Stephen Ross. Okay, so we are here in San Luis Obispo. Because you're the co-founder. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we are here in San Luis Obispo, and we've been based on in the Edna Valley and the San Luis Obispo Coast before it was called that um, since 1994. And we have a winery and tasting room in a somewhat urban-suburban location off Suburban Road, but we have a vineyard out on Orchid Ro- uh, sorry, um, Corbett Canyon Road, and then we buy grapes from 
a lot of the really great vineyards down here in the in the valley. And along well, the you're road. on Suburban Road? Yeah. Are you by Colleen Gnos? Uh, not quite as far as her. Okay. Yeah, she's down a little bit more. You're in my mm-hmm. neighborhood. I'll have to come check this out. Uh, yeah. So, but, but everything's good everything as far as you're good. concerned. Yes. I mean, we, you know, we're always, uh, we're not sitting back and cashing checks without trying to sell wine. That's no. for sure. I mean, we definitely work at it, but it's a happy business. People who drink wine are generally happy. People who walk in the door and aren't happy at not because they didn't like the wine. They just weren't happy when they got there. Yeah. So yeah, if, if I were to come by and see you and say, I have not had Stephen Ross before, what should I start with? What's your signature? What would you pour me? Mm, if you only were going to pick one. I would yeah. talk you into doing the whole flight. Yeah. And you would get a couple of whites and a few reds. But um, I try to steer people mostly to the wines that we make from this region. We make a couple from the North County. But I would talk you into tasting Pinot Noir, probably. We make five or six different Pinots every That would vintage. not take much to get me to try. Yeah. <laughs> Good. All right. I love Pinot. All right. So, Dan, uh, we got news here. The Slow Coast Tasting Passport. Brand new. Yes. Well, not totally brand new. It's uh, we, We've brought back the greatest hits. Yeah. Used to have a passport during the Roll Out the Barrels uh, celebration. The problem there was that it was just for a couple of days. And so you'd have everybody... 600 people trying to use their passport over the same weekend, which made for some crazy times at the tasting rooms. So lots of people like it and wanted to do it. And we came up with this idea where we're selling tasting passports for specific periods of days. So you can buy a one-day passport, you can buy a two-day passport, or you can buy a 30-day passport. So maybe you have uh, people coming into town and you want to spend a day tasting wine. This will get you, you can choose from 18 different wineries uh, at one, you know, one price. You can hit four of them in a day, pretty much. And it just, uh, or if you want to spend a weekend here and really get into the wine scene, or maybe you live here and you want to spend a month visiting a different winery every day. Opportunity to do that. Wow! And how do I get my hands on the passport? Well, we have it's on the, the uh, Slow Coast Wine website. So if you go to uh, HTTP slowcoastwine.com. Slowcoastwine.com. Yeah, that's all you have to say. Well, you, if you add slash taste to it, it mm-hmm. takes you right there. But you can find it when you get onto the, we'll the website. Find it. All right, Paul, what do you think of this idea, and how's that going to benefit you and your colleagues? Well. Uh, it's going to benefit me in a lot of ways. And what I like about it is uh, the old passport uh, event that we had was uh, kind of a crazy couple of days. Fun for consumers, really hard on wineries, and also not the most um, tapped-in experience for the consumers because there were so many people. So this passport allows people to do it at their own pace any day that they want to go. Um, where it's not, they're not there with a hundred other people. They're just, it's just a regular tasting day. And what it does for us, for one thing, it's a fundraiser for the um, San Luis Obispo Coast Wine Collective, which is a marketing organization that benefits all of us. Yeah. And all of us, meaning most of us are small wineries without a PR department, maybe not even a marketing department. You got Dan. You got Dan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's my That's man. That's what dudes are for. <laughs> he's my man, and he's like 30 other wineries then. Yeah. Um, not that all of the revenue is going to me. I just, yeah. just want to make that clear. Okay. Uh, and it just hopefully uh, it... It increases people's ability to explore. 
It's a passport is about exploration, and they they, well, can, they can get a good price on their passport and go visit wineries that they haven't been to before. Dan, are you suggesting that this would make a good holiday gift? It would make a great holiday a gift. A stocking stuffer? Yep. Fill up, you know, fill up a couple stockings. Because it's done on an app. So you come in with the app, you check in with them. Ideally, you've made a, a reservation with the winery so they can devote the full time to you. But you get this app, and uh, it has the list of all of the wineries that are participating in this. And, you know, it's just a, a and it, it saves you money because for that, you know, $30 for the day, um, you basically can go to four different wineries, and some of these wineries are charging thirty, sixty, you know, seventy bucks each for for the tasting. So this is a way to sort of work around that. Yeah, you're nodding your head, Paula. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, you know, you're you're in the money when you've been to two wineries with the pass easily, and so it's a fantastic gift to give someone because it's about doing. Like people in this county, visitors come here to do; they don't come here to sit, and so it uh, it's the gift of going out and learning some stuff. And you can do four wineries in a day if you're really organized and you pack some snacks or buy some food along the way. But even with two or three, you're going to have a, a nice, engaging, educational experience at a winery. Uh, or is, the is that the rule of thumb? When somebody goes wine tasting, they go to four? Personally, I, I have a hard time going to four. You yeah. have to be really organized and stay on track. But sure, <laughs> you can do four. But where this is different than our old passport, when it was a one-day um, event, people would try to hit 10 in one day. 10? You know, and so that's why it w- this is so much more responsible. You know, it's better for the drivers on the road. Yep. It's a better experience to try to get to know the customers and the customers to get to know the wineries. I mean, these wineries are full of owners and people have worked there a long time. Most of us are small. And so it's a pretty great experience to walk into one and and have time to engage yeah you meet the people whose names are on the label all right uh we are in conversation with uh, dan fredman and paula dooley talking about the very latest news in the wine industry and also reminding you that the perfect holiday gift may just be the slow coast tasting passport we'll come back and chat some more we're live we're local it's hometown radio This is the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. Joe Brittingham checks the economy after news at the bottom of the hour. We are back with uh, Dan Fredman and Paula Dooley. Dan, of course, is a well-known local uh, wine marketing consultant. Paula is the co-founder of uh, Stephen Ross Wine Cellar. They're here to invite everyone to purchase the Slow Coast Tasting Passport. And also just remind us how important the wine industry is locally. Uh, Dan, for folks just tuning in, let's remind them about the tasting passport. So what we're doing is we are offering a daily pass, a two-day pass, and a 30-day pass um, for really low prices, very reasonable, 30 60 and 120 I believe. Am I going to be saving money if I oh, buy a oh, pass? Be, yeah, the more passes you save, the more more money you save. Okay. The more passes you buy, the more you save. Mm. Um it is, uh, we have 18 wineries that are participating in this right now, all in the San Luis Obispo Coast AVA, which means they range from up in Cambria all the way down to Royal Grandi. 
and all are within about five miles of the ocean. So it's a nice, cool climate. Our wines tend to be very reasonable alcohol levels, very balanced, great with food, and conducive to going and visiting more than uh, more than one or two a day. And how am I getting these? Uh, you will get them online from the Slow Coast Wine Collective website, which is uh, www.slowcoastwine.com. Slowcoastwine.com. Yeah. You can buy one, you can buy three, you can, you can buy, buy 50, five. You can handle all your corporate gifts, you know, you, one. You can you buy them, uh, you can give them as a gift. You can buy it now and activate it the day that you want to use it. So you don't have to wait mm. until the day you're going to use it to buy it. Because maybe I'm not going to go wine tasting until May. Right. But I'll have this. Okay, so May is kind of far out there. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, right uh, when we launched it earlier this week, um, we had a 30-day limitation, so you oh, buy it, and okay. then you have to. But we're changing that. Um, we can't just go in and do it ourselves. We have to work with the app provider to either 60 or 90 days to make it really a giftable item for the I holidays. See. So okay. you could buy it now, and somebody has the next two to three months to activate it and use it. Once you activate it, your day is ticking. Like if you buy a one-day pass, then that begins your day. And then you just go. And then you just go. Yeah. And the 30-day pass is great for locals or snowbirds who come here um, because that is, I believe, unlimited. Yeah. So you could go to all 18 wineries, and you'd really be in the money for, you Twice. Know. I think this is a great idea. I'm glad to see this back. We'll see you out there on the road. Well, um, I would probably do it more as a gift. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm sure people still give a lot of wine as gifts. Yes. And that's a good gift. It's a great gift. Consumable gifts are the best gifts. The older we get, the more we just need to give away things that people can eat and drink. <laughs> Nobody needs more stuff. Oh, that's for sure. We need activities and things to eat and drink. Experiences. Uh, meanwhile, Paula, you just celebrated your 30th vintage we, at Stephen Ross Winery? We did, and uh, it's confusing how that happens when we think we're still in our 40s. Yeah. <laughs> but we did 30 years of making wine here in the Edna Valley. Is it over in the blink of an eye? Is that how you feel? Like, geez, it's just yesterday when we were starting. Yes, the day the weeks are fast and the years are lightning fast and the days are long because we work a lot. What was the turning point for you and your husband on this when you realized you you could do this? Well, or were you successful I, from the beginning? Uh, well, Steve had been making wine for other people for seventeen years before this, and um, I think it's every winemaker's dream to really have their own project. And that I was in a I was a financial person in a different industry. So um, it, the timing just worked out for him. We started really small. Our first year, I think we had 19 barrels, and now we have a cellar full of barrels. And uh, just every year, we're pretty grateful that it's working out. Every year, you pull it off somehow. Yeah. We're not driving Lamborghinis or anything, but we're pretty stoked to get up and go to work every day. You've had the wine. What do you think? I love it. I mean, I've been – I met – Met Steve when he was at uh, Edna Valley Vineyard, probably 1988. Mm -hmm. And to have tasted these wines as he's gotten better and as Paula has kept things organized and got them you know, into national distribution, and uh, it's just been really great. Um, they're sort of my benchmarks. One of my benchmarks in San Luis. Last time you were here, Dan, you were expressing uh, concern by some of the winemakers about taking how long was it taking to get things ripe? How did that turn out, this uh, last harvest? It 
turned out really, really well after close to heart attacks and divorces and, you know, visits to psychiatrists during the course of the harvest. The, I would say down here, the North County had a, a different set of experiences than we had here as the vintage progressed. We were all late starting, um, but once we started down here, we were off to the races. It was really compressed. We didn't. We started really late and finished only a little bit late. Where the North County was having some deep freezes up there and was um, really struggling to get some of their late ripening varieties right, but I think they made it. I think everybody made it, um, and it's going to be a pretty momentous vineyard uh, vintage that. The wines taste really great, and I hear that from all over the county. And John Lindsay is saying that uh, this winter should be a repeat of last winter. Well, hopefully another full-on repeat. Maybe maybe a little gentler. Rain would be awesome. We yeah. like the rain, but the rain without the destruction would be good. Well, we didn't have any destruction on our vineyard. Maybe yeah. some erosion in roads, but I know uh, around California it's pretty rough. You used the term earlier in the conversation. You called yourself an urban winery. What does that term mean? Uh, it means our the business model of we have a vineyard and we have a winery in the middle and then we have a house out there and we sell all our wine from the taste room is not really a, a business model that is all that realistic anymore. Our winery is in a light industrial area and our vineyard is eight miles away. And so we did not build out on ag land or um, construct anything out in the country. We just are in a building that was kind of built for what we do. But it works totally works and where we are is the it's hashtag slow beverage district there are a couple of wineries down there there are a couple of breweries down there um it's it's happening on the beverage front down there that's for sure yeah. all right dan we got about a minute left let's remind folks one last time about the new slow coast tasting passport go to uh www.slowcoastwine.com can Find, track down the, uh, the the website from there to order tickets with all of the information on there, a list of all the wineries, and um, get on out there. Come visit. Oh, I want to clarify. You buy the pass, and then the day that you activate it, that's when you pick your wineries. You don't have to pick your wineries when you buy the pass online. You just buy the passport, and then, then you start making your plan on where you want to go. And it is nice to make reservations for the wineries, but most of us accept walk-ins as well. And you can decide the day that you activate your pass where you're going to go. So now the you, you make an appointment to go wine tasting? Well, 2020 changed everything, and yeah. a lot of people implemented reservations. But, you know, people walk into my winery, and they're holding their purse or their wallet. Yeah, you <laughs> I'm want I'm going to make room for Come them. Come on in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Paula, what's the website for Stephen Ross? StephenRossWine.com, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-R-O-S-S-W-I-N-E. Well, folks, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thanks Happy holidays and, and good luck with this program. I think it's great. And, boy, the, the money that you're bringing into the county is incredible. Keep it up. Thank you. Off we go. News, traffic, weather. Speaking of money, get ready. Here comes Joe Brittingham. Let's find out what's happening with our local economy. This is Hometown Radio.
The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111 911.